Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk More Movies. Sure, we're trying to talk about movies, but never talk about anything and everything else. I'm your host, Michael Breslin. To my left is... Oh, sorry. It's just Sean Claude. To my right. Call him here. What, what was so fascinating, Sean Claude? Oh, no, I was just uh, reading about the phone. I'm going to talk about it later. <laughs> so, see, so I was doing my homework. It wasn't me in a cult. Wow. That's fine. Off for the bite. <laughs> you can be a cunt and do your homework. Right? What would you rather me say? That I was sitting looking at fucking nonsense. <laughs> Is that what you're actually doing? No, I wasn't actually looking at the last page I looked at. Just watch another just Paul Rudsby fist. We'll come to that later. What do you say? Watching what? Watch another just <laughs> Watching the blue movies. <laughs> just thought you were Facebook scoping. Just hitting we, everybody. Just we we random Facebook account just fucking doing pictures. How'd you know about that? Because <laughs> I can see your fucking phone. <laughs> How'd you know about Archibald Dundee? <laughs> my alter ego. <laughs> He's muckers for everybody in there, but somehow I've never met one of them. <laughs> you get a few accounts like that air that is just... The every, everybody seems to be friends with It's like, who the fuck is this? Bird? They have like two pictures. I've had a few... Actually, for a while, me and... I always bring up Ruben, because they always say that me and Ruben should be best friends, because we have so many mutual friends, but for a while, me and Ruben were like that. We had like fucking... 80 mutual friends or some shit like that there. Never spoke to him in my life. Hi, <laughs> Ruben doesn't actually exist. He's a bot. He's just, uh, he's an idea. He's <laughs> <laughs> a way of thinking. Because <laughs> nobody's actually called Ruben. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. I think it's cool. Yeah. Ruben McNutt. Oh, I shouldn't have said his full name. <laughs> <laughs> Address is. <laughs> I mean, uh, me and my friend, uh, Shay, we were uh, walking around my house one night and she's all, is that Ruben? I don't know. And Shay turns to me and says, oh, I've been called a lot of things, man, but Ruben ain't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Became a line in a film with her. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> Danger Battle. <laughs> I never actually, actually realised how long that goes on for because normally I talk on talk over no, we have to let it linger don't start singing the song uh, mm, uh, I don't know <laughs> uh, yeah Danger Battle is every week we get a battle of hooch I, I, I always want to call it hooch but I said it once before I, like, I can't just always call it hooch I love how Mikey has these really underwhelming goals that he has to take <laughs> on like, I've always wanted to say hooch in a sentence uh, <laughs> hooch is a good word it's a fun that. word to say it's a superb word it really it's, is. A, it's a shit drink though you ever actually have uh, it's a knuckle pop it's, it's one of the first drinks I've ever had oh really mm. mine's, mine's was uh, uh, 
What white lightning found in like a forest. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's probably pissed like. Probably piss, yeah. fucking some magic mushies. Don't fucking do They soak up. <laughs> what what is man. actual hooch though? Moonshine like? I, I think just, so, yeah. I think it's just a general type for drink as well. alcohol, yeah. The hooch. The hooch. Or hooch is crazy from Scrubs. <laughs> In all fairness, mate, you said a hooch as a fucking exemplary word. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so satisfying to say as well. Hooch. Hooch. Yeah. Which there is on you just there, you get a lot of purchase in that word. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of purchase. Uh, you, you get a lot back. <laughs> <laughs> the word that keeps on giving. Uh, <laughs> you get all the change back and I'm all like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, have about tenor, you get a tenner back and change. So. <laughs> I've done that trick before. Um, yeah, so we get a bottle of alcohol every week. And this week of Oh, no, I was just going to say, the, the weave like, that looks like someone with a, a set of flubber, like very nutty professor. <laughs> I like this a lot, the test tubes and all this shit. Well, yeah, I've, I've changed it up slightly this week, but not really, because I've still only bought one new bottle of stuff, so it's fine. Mm. Oh, no, I, I, actually, I'm telling you. Oh, like, actually, this is send alarm bells. Does this mean that we're going to be drinking stuff that we've previously had that's probably been lying here for weeks? Oh, yeah. Oh, please don't <laughs> tell me it's topaz. No, there's no topaz. Ah, thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded topaz. <laughs> Do you want to explain what Topaz is, just for if anyone's only started recently last night? Topaz is, holds holds the record for the worst danger bottle we've ever had. It's a vodka schott. It's from Iceland. It's just black and dark and ruins your life. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino once said, It's the worst alcohol he's ever had. Is this the sort of menthol fucking one? No, it's I, the one it, that tastes like salt water. It, but we're not oh, sure it's if it's Icelandic mouthwash. Ah, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it starts off as lustrine and then turns on there like fucking ocean water. It's just how they ever thought they could sell. How it's still going is beyond. I think now it's probably regardless being that bad that that's why I think keeping it going. It's almost like it's a rite of passage that you yeah. have to fucking tackle it. Like horrendous stuff. <laughs> horrendous. But yeah, this week my soon-to-be mother-in-law mm. was in Norway. Well, well. And so she brought me back a present, which was six test tube shot glasses. I <laughs> 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 just resigned to the fact that I'm a I'm an alcoholic and just well, there you go, work away. She's happy enough to give her daughter to you. Sounds right, I heard her. But <laughs> but I was going to do a competition between Shan and Heron, but Heron is a bit worse for wear today, and he he's, is. He, he's he's not too up for the old Elky Hall. The old hooch. I've, the old I've, hooch. I've got a cup of coffee in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got Spigs volumes. So, uh, Shamin, you can do the shots and you can try and guess what what the shot is. Obviously, anytime you go to take a shot, you have to build yourself up for what you're about to test. Because I don't know, <laughs> give me a sort of a gauge of how bad these are. No. <laughs> oh, are they three? Is there here. six different shots? or No, there's three different shots. Okay. There's two. Groupings. So here, do you want any video of this? She is oh, video is fucking nonsense. Professional cameraman. <laughs> right, so... Okay. Oh, Jesus, nearly spilled one. That's turn it off. No, uh, I don't have... I don't know. Are you recording? I am not yet. There we go. Okay, so we're working from back into the middle. Are we still doing question and answer? Or? No, it's just what is the shot? Oh, okay. What did you? What did you? It's not like a. You quiz. said earlier on that it was like a question and answer sort of thing. No, the answer is the what the shot is. Right. Okay. Let's do this. Thing. <laughs> right. So me okay. first. No, we'll, we'll do it at the same time, sure. So. Oh, so these are going to be the same. 
Yeah, there's three different kinds of shots. So it was supposed to be you and Heron guessing, which, but I know. Did you know the answers? Aye. Aye. So it's oh, just right, you okay. guessing. I'm just, oh, I'm right. just drinking. Okay. <laughs> it's perfectly simple. When you yeah, that's, <laughs> I, 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 it's really I, not that complicated. I'd have actually focused on concentrated guesses. That's very simple. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Actually. Right. So the first two are previous danger bottles, and yes. the third one is a new danger bottle. So. Mm. Okay. So see if you can figure out what this is, Charles. Cheers. You have to neck it all or just take it with sub. Uh, well, if you want to do a ball bag about it, like, you can sub it. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That's, very nice. That's, that's, that's I feel I've had be. that before, though. Yeah, this, this is a previous day. <laughs> do I have to keep repeating the rules? <laughs> <What'd you mean>? <laughs> 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 right. Definitely wasn't joking, but he turned it into a joke. Perhaps he turned that one. Uh, <laughs> you flip, flip, so as not one. to look a bit of a fool there. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have to get... Do you know what? I have no... An idea. I don't know. I'm not good. Describe with it to me, and I might be able to guess it as it well. It was fruity-ish. It tasted. It actually tasted like that Fizzy? summer fruit thing. Fuzzy. Oh fuck. Has that gone off? No. Oh no, it has. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, was it that summer fruit stuff? That wine shit? No. Was it? Uh, hang on. I have it here. I'll just go get it. Oh. Oh, my crafty bastard! Had behind the curtain. Yeah. Do you want to take another go at it? I'll, ne- I'll, n- I'll never get it. I'll never get. Honestly, I'll never get it. It's Cosmo in a can. Hey, <laughs> never in a million years would I got that. <laughs> I know. It's just I couldn't. I couldn't find like other things. And if you have one, I'm laying about crafty for fucking ages. No, I actually that. bought that as well. And I have a crap minute. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this second one, now. Yeah. This. These ones, now. Okay. Right. Okay. Cheers. Right, here you go. Cheers. Clinky. This one smells. <laughs> hideous. This one smells bad. What the fuck Why is that? Why is that? Am I out of memory? Probably. Mm. I'll take a sip of this one Thank first. You. Oh, that's very butter. Oh, that's very bitter. <laughs> it hasn't aged well. <laughs> Again, I don't have a fucking clue what that is. I should have aged it in a fucking oak cap. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's not nice at all. Oh, that's fucking oh, disgusting. Pop. No, I'm right. I'm right. I'm not taking the rest. I know. Don't, don't, <laughs> I was going to say, don't be a hero. Just put it back in its holster. <laughs> Jesus, Mickey, what is that? That definitely isn't ageable. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Take a guess. It's a recent. It's a recent danger okay, bottle. Spew, spewing it. Like. <laughs> 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 I can't I'm trying to even get it. What the fuck is going on? It's. Whiskyish, no. Yeah. Ah, was it that whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> was it that whiskey thing? <laughs> Have that clue. <laughs> it's not whiskey. Oh, it is. Whiskey mixed with other alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at this game. Shows that we don't it drink. Is of course, Glaver. Mikey, you have to understand. See, after we get danger bottles. I usually get really pushed on this podcast and I, cannot remember. You should be sober by the time we get the danger bottle. Yeah, I should be. It's the first thing. <laughs> yeah, that's wishful thinking, in fairness. <laughs> oh, there you go. Come right, I'm sitting that one back then. Glavis, hideous. Right. Last now, one. Right, this is a new one, okay? Oh, it looks awful in that, that test tube. It oh. looks like brown things. Okay, um. Looks like shit. This, this is a new one, okay? So you obviously won't know the name of this, mm-hmm. but you need to try and guess the type Mac. of alcohol What's thing it is. I don't know what are you doing. I'm not doing that. You're doing a fucking time lapse, are you? No. 
Yeah. You were all in time lapse. <laughs> oh, no. We need to do it all out over again, though. No, we definitely don't. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it was, was not. I don't know. It's just it's so sensitive, these little phones. Just don't touch it after you press record. Okay. Right, so this one? This is new, so you won't know the name of it, but try and guess what kind of alcohol it is. Cheers. Okay. I've, I haven't actually <laughs> tasted that? this one yet either, so. All right, no, it's just stopping. Just fucking sacrages. Oh, it's very whiny. It's like off wine. It's like box wine. That's fucking shit. It is all like off wine. Mm. Mm. What is it? Or like bad Rabina. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rabina gone bad. Rabina after dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what the fuck's that? That's that's really bad. Uh, no, I'll show you. Hang on. <laughs> you don't see the man at that much. I own soul, man. <laughs> I'm still a man. He says we've covered voice. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I don't actually know how to pronounce this, Sanatogan? It's tonic wine. Really? Ooh. I was hoping it would be like about like Buckfast. Oddly enough, do you know what it kind of reminded me of? Not Buckfast, whatsoever, which I think is one of the most underrated uh, tastes in the alcohol market. But, um, <laughs> the alcohol market. It's, <laughs> it tastes like uh, we got this really fucking bad rice wine years ago in a Chinese restaurant over in Spain, and it tastes exactly like that. Really fucking sweet. D- is that sugary. not the stuff Gio brought before? He brought like what, Pretty much, wine? yeah, but th- that rice wine he brought was that a was lot worse. more palatable. No, it was a lot more palatable than the shit. Oh, it's a lot better than that. No, I ain't got grand. I'll drink the shit out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <A little> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Santa Togan. Uh, maybe not. Much that thingy. Hey, my I think it was like four pounder. Ah, it looks like it would definitely yeah. be a, a four pounder under one there. Like. <laughs> Beaver session beater, that one. <laughs> it's economy. <laughs> right, fuck that then. Sit that down. I'm not drinking the rest of it, though, fancy. <laughs> Do you want to mix the two you didn't drink together? Definitely not. <laughs> 100% not. That glaive, I fucking hell, I didn't even drink it the first time. That's awful. You, you sipped it. I tried it? to uh, handle it. I, it was scotch, wasn't it? Aye. Ah. I had scotch. I Did you do it on purpose? Because you knew I really wouldn't like it? No, it was literally the only danger bottle that I had. Yeah, you had enough compassion and humanity not to give it a topaz. I actually forgot the topaz was up here, and then I already had them filled, so... Like crazy. Now you would have knew it was Topaz straight away. Nah, like, like you, the you, jet black of it. You want a bit of mystery behind it, like, you know? Mystery shot. Okay, what have we watched this week, folks? I want to do a really quick one, just really quickly. Just like, it's just you won't even notice it. Now I watched uh, the Good Dinosaur this week, and I, I don't want to go too much into it because I've been watching a lot of animation recently. You seem to be in a spit of animal animation. Yeah. Recently. Like, it seems to be the only oh, films you're watching. Life of Pets and what was what was the one? I love me some animals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love damn animals, man. <laughs> Gotta love damn animals. I sh- actually, I'm not. Oh, I shouldn't be talking about this, but. Uh, no, I watched the Woody Allen film last night as well. All the things about sex you're afraid to ask or whatever. Is that one of your first Woody Allen films? No, I've seen a few. It's a film that's voiced over by... What do you call him from Frasier? No. no. It's yeah. just, but it's just like seven kind of short films, but yeah. one, one of them is Gene Wilder falling in love with a sheep. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's just been out to Netflix, doing not I know, that's what I watched it last night. Netflix have a ridiculous concentration of fucking Woody Allen films. Yeah, there's, there there's must be like hell, 15 there's a there. hell out of Woody Allen on there. Has, I mean, like, fair enough, he's I done. Thought, I only spotted like four. He's done uh, like six. Purple Rose of Cairo, Hannah and her sisters, Manhattan. Radio Days. Radio Days. Annie Hall, Bananas. Bananas. Uh, the sex one. Uh, the, from Room of Love. Aye. 
they had. I think they had from Paris. From Paris uh, I was going to say from Paris. That, <laughs> that's a John Travolta film. They know they have about ten or eleven on there. They've got a good. I mean, well, concern of mine's got to be fucking sick. They films like I mean, yeah. that's only a drop notion, but continue on. Yeah, uh, I watched. The, I watched the Good Dinosaur, and I, I just wanted to bring it up because. The, it, it came out last year, but it was actually supposed to come out the year before. Uh, but they they pushed it back because they were having problems with the film. And you, you can you can feel that Dinosaur with one higher pay cut. Uh, <laughs> like a fucking joke all the time. Every time that I uh, go ahead, <laughs> you seem really ashamed by yourself. I'm ashamed myself. Even though I got a laugh, it's like Shan, come up with some new stuff, like you know. <laughs> well, absolute sex, you know. Like you, you can't be repeating the same jokes. Look at that. <laughs> I'm turning on the other animal at 27 and I've no wings <laughs> you're the most dad person I ever uh, know without wings <laughs> can't even do that right <laughs> <laughs> oh you said that kind of, like you're really nice I can't even do that right oh, fuck it up uh, anyway yeah I, <laughs> they had troubles with the phone and I I felt like because I knew that I, I could feel I could feel it on the phone because it's a really simple story it's a really well like you've seen this story many times even like the story essentially is Arlo is the main dinosaur that you're. Only enough, this is fucking absolutely mental. You brought this up, just talking about Wayne's and stuff. I get. I've always said that if I had a boy, I'd probably call it Arlo. I love that name. Really, it's I, so I, I fucking weird. I like, didn't realize that's, that's a name. name. I, like, I like the name Arlo. No, Arlo <laughs> or Arlen. I like the name Arlen probably more. Arlen's is nice. it Irish or is it fucking? Irish? I think Arlen is Irish. Arlo's just that's actually like a kind of hack name. It's like they would use it around. Uh, yeah. The old fucking like, and you ever watch Justified? Around like nah. Kentucky and shit like that. Yeah. There are a lot of, lot of arrows around there. I don't, I didn't realize it was like an actual name. I just thought yeah, it was like a, a, some weird dinosaur name. Just they like came up the, the old Arrow Road from Stand By Me. Just <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's all I'd be thinking about when I was calling me Wayne. I love they call me Wayne Fresno Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I watched the uh, Skip New York Journal with these boys, and that name pops up. And for whatever reason, we were watching it with a bunch of people who'd never seen Skip New York before, and like obviously there's not many laughs in there, but. Fresno Bob's not supposed to be funny. And I mean, six people laugh when he said, he said, oh, you know what they did to Fresno Bob? Fuck. Per Fresno Bob, hey, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Ar- Arlo gets separated from his home, basically, and he's trying to get back. And that's the, and he does it with his human. But the way it, the way it works out, what he's set up in this film is that dinosaurs didn't die from the meteor. The meteor didn't hit the earth. So, Dinosaurs are kind of the prominent species, and then like humans are like dogs, basically. Oh, fuck. So <laughs> he... <laughs> sorry, Chan doesn't actually happen. It's fine. Have nightmares. <laughs> but no, so he, he's he's with this human who starts calling Spot, but he, he he is essentially a dog. Like he helps him find his way home by like sniffing, finding trails and shit like that. But so that's that's the story of it, and it's just a really simple story. And obviously, like you've seen it in. Because it made me think of the Secret Life Pets, and then Heron pointed out like it's like Toy Story when I was talking about the Secret Life Pets. Like you've seen this story a bunch of times, and it's just weird that Pixar came out with a film like this. Mm. Like because they're they're the like the, the, the innovators. Hey, well, they're like if you think of good animation, like they're right up there. In yeah. well, in this. I don't know what I'm trying to... No, I know what you mean. Like, and, that, and that's sort of... The, the king's that market. They're the like, best. You know what I mean? They're the best, I... Aye, that's what I'm trying to do. They're the best at what they do. I shouldn't have, <laughs> I shouldn't have done those three shots, man. Okay. I read no <laughs> But e- even though you're going on about the let you kick on, but it's kind of strange because one of the things that Pixar always sort of lot of for, not just obviously the amazing animation, but just how innovative and sort of 
unique their their narratives are and how in depth they're in that that sounds like a really simple narrative for them. I know like I know, obviously with Cars Two and Planes they've kind of went by the wayside a bit. Planes but. isn't them. It's Disney. Is it? I never, Di- I'd never seen it. It's Disney it's animated. Uh, it's their B team. Because ah. it was supposed to be uh, uh, just uh, so like a way, it's like a Pixar B movie. I well, I because well, it was supposed to be like a straight to DVD thing, but then they they decided they'd release it in these right cash as well because cars are so fucking popular. Aye, you know because wagons. what? Because okay. actually, Everybody because wagons <laughs> the the two cars. Even though, like, people would say, like, they're some of the worst Pixar films. Even though I like the first one. I but... love the first one, but then I started to grip my brain because it was my brother's favourite film when he was three. And I honestly, gee, I think I've probably seen Cures more than any other film I've ever seen in my life. I think I've watched that film, honestly, about 60 times. But do, do you know that's that's the biggest moneymaker for Pixar, like, uh, merch-wise? Merch-wise, I. Mm. The kids love Lightning uh, McQueen. Lightning McQueen. Check love hack. him. A sugar, a sugar. What a guy. <laughs> I mean, it's Michael Keaton as well. Check kick. It's Michael Keaton. What, you know what? Isn't it? Hey, Michael Car- Keaton's check kick. Wait. In Cars 2. Who's check kick? Check kick's is like main rival, the fuck, the green boy with the moustache, even though he's a care. All right. No, I, I was thinking of fucking Mater there. Sure, no, no, no. Like, he's, he's sure? It's he's Michael in Keaton. the second one as the... Oh, Michael Keaton? Michael All right, Keaton, sorry. Hey, did, were you thinking Michael Keaton? Because I was thinking Michael Keaton. Because he's like the... He's fun McMuscle. Come Aye. on, guys. <laughs> You know too much about the girls. Honestly, <laughs> do not believe how many times I've had to watch them. Like. But anyway, this is supposed to be a quick thing about The Good Dinosaur. Um, it's a really simple narrative, but I still really liked it because the, the thing that goes throughout the whole film is that <clears throat> basically all the bad things happen to Arlo because he's afraid. He's It's just fear dominates his entire life, and the whole journey home is him tackling his fear. And I just, I, I just really like that message because I, I think that's something I struggle with personally but it's just it's a nice message they have out there but it's mm. just it's a shame that it's it's a good film but as like as, as I said last week like er, people say with Pixar they're adult films that are kid friendly but this feels just a, like a kid film yeah but I, I, it's trying to obviously teach kids like a good I still enjoyed it, but it's just a bit like, oh, okay, it's not like mine. But like, something like Inside Out, like that's, yeah, that's, that's incredible. incredible. And uh, they, they actually came out in the same year because Good Dinosaurs pushed back a year. And they have those two films come out in the same year and just the quality disparity between them. There's another weird thing with it as well is that the environments and the backgrounds and all, they're realistically animated. And it, it's nearly like the Jungle Book, like the new one that came out. Like it really what? proper looks real. But I'm, maybe I'm getting confused. But I, I remember seeing like some posters and like the trailer for the like, dinosaur. But the dinosaur just looks like fucking Yoshi from Super Mario. Like. Yeah, you see, this so is this is like the way. Yeah, it really on. does because like the first couple open scenes is just like landscape shots on, and it looks it looks beautiful. Like it's mm. visually amazing, and you see like water like running through a thing and all, and it just looks like an actual shot. It doesn't look animated. Jesus. And then just the dinosaur comes in, and it's actually jarring because the, the dinosaur just looks like a Pixar animated dinosaur. You know, it looks cartoony. Do you think it was probably because they just obviously if it was the B unit, just doesn't have even though it's Disney, doesn't. Have no, no, they weren't the B unit. It was. B and it was planes oh, that the animation. <laughs> you wonder why then? Because obviously they would have had the money to do that, you know, full full mm-hmm. skip, full scoop. Sorry, but because from what I heard about the trouble, they, they they changed a lot because John Lithgow was supposed to be doing a voice in this movie, and then they 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 sacked him and got somebody else. That 
There's like, there was cast changes, there were story changes. Like it seemed like a complete overhaul. If you could say to me an actor that you would literally be happy that's in every film that you've ever seen to be John Lovko. <laughs> John Lovko is amazing. I, I love, love John Lovko. Anyway. He's good in the fourth series of Dexter, Heron, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> just for you as well. So you put you... that performance on just for you. <laughs> what did you watch last week? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done with it anyway. It's just... <laughs> no, no, I'm actually done with it. It's just... It was just... I don't want to talk too much about it, even though it's gone on a bit now, but... It's good, but it's just... It's a bit subpar, but there's a nice message in there, and the animation's weird. <laughs> very, very watchable, you would say? No. No? <laughs> no, I, it is. Alright. Does fit that criterion? Uh, this week, I watched... Uh, the Fundamentals of Kieran. Just been added. This week, I think, they Netflix. Two yeah, seconds, they check the director's name again. I I've fucking been, checked it. The starting for circle on that on Netflix. Uh, directed by Rob Burnett. Uh, it's... it's uh, go on. Oh, I've I, I, I seen it added to Netflix, and... Normally, if something comes up on Netflix, I'd be like, oh, like, check it out straight away. But this one, I was kind of like, mm, seems like you need to be in for, like, an emotional kind of punch thing. You need to be, like, in the right mindset to kind of deal with it. I was in the mood for that yesterday. But see, when I, when I seen that... Uh, but is that correct? Like, you kind of need to prepare yourself a wee bit? Like, you can't just I, whack it on after if you're home version? There's some <laughs> stuff on there that's pretty deep. Two seconds. Because it's the, it's, the it's the young actor from Submarine Christ I mean, what's his name Craig Roberts so it's Paul Rudd Craig Roberts and uh, BAFTA winning or BAFTA nominated something like that Craig Roberts it might have been for Submarine like best maybe it's, newcomer it's, or it's said in the Netflix description that's all. <laughs> there you go it definitely was uh, but I uh, Netflix original only been released there a couple of days ago and essentially what it's about is Paul Rudd has uh, had like a sort of Big tragedy in his life. His wife wants to divorce him. You don't find out why originally, straight away, why she wants to divorce him. And he used to be a writer, but he can't write anymore because of this big trauma that he's had. So he decides to do like a six-week course in uh, caregiving. Now, this is all explained the first two months. You don't see him go through it. You literally just see him when he's about to get his diploma after completing the six weeks. And then he goes uh, for his first interview. They have his first client, who's Craig Roberts, who has like a muscular dysmorphia. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but he's, he's got like a, a really bad muscular disease, and he's only expected they love him until he's like 25, 30. Dysentery? Dysentery, I think. Mm. No, it's dysentery, not that's shit. That's shit. That's that's, that's, that's like poison water and stuff like that. I think. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Muscular dysmorphia. I, I cannot pronounce it properly, but it's it's a bad muscular disease, and I'm probably not doing it just probably about insulting for me to Is say that? that, but. The the kid's name's Craig Roberts. Yeah. What do you call the black guy from like, uh, this is the end and stuff. Craig, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. That's why I kept thinking. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 Paul, Paul Rudd, Karen from the <laughs> they completely different story. <laughs> we but... we tiles and take your panties off. <laughs> <laughs> take your panties off. Uh, all it is in, it's it's a wee night demander. It's just about the relationship that develops between Craig Roberts' character and Paul Rudd's character. Paul Rudd, because of the trauma that's happened to him, I don't really want to spoil it. You find out what it is 25 minutes in, but I think it, it, it gives, it, there's a good punch in there. Yeah. But because of this trauma, he really wants to take Craig Roberts' character out of the house and let him see the world because he notices after a couple of weeks of caring for him that all he does is just sit and watch TV. And, you know, considering he's only expecting to love until he's 25, 30, he wants... To, and they get out and see the world because he's got such a short lifespan instead of just kind of talking about doing it. Mm. Also, Craig Roberts' character is an absolute cunt to start with. Because he has disease, he's just super cynical. and But in a funny way, he plays it really, really perfectly. It's, it's that sort of demeanour he had on Submarine. Like yeah. that, that sort of blank, dry as fuck demeanour. But he can come off as a wanker, but at the same time, you can, you can tell that he's only joking. 
Right, the chemistry as well between him and Rudd is some of the best that I've seen in any film this year. So good, I kind of drives the film. Like that sounds cool because, uh, do you mind that in betweeners episode where there's a kid in a wheelchair, but he's just the biggest cunt? Mm. But they they actually say the line like, just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean you can be a dick or something. Like that. <laughs> it's it's actually really cool that you brought that up because there's literally a, a conversation between him and Paul Rudd. Craig Roberts' character does something Paul Rudd, um. Uh, kind of slagging him about the trauma that's happened to him and Paul Rudd freaks out and he's like you know what gives you the, the fucking right to talk to me like that you know just because you're in that wheelchair doesn't mean you can get away with it. and he says to him he's all oh do you never actually think about the fact that if I wasn't in this wheelchair maybe I'm just a dick anyway you know what I mean because mm. you know just because he's in a wheelchair doesn't really say anything ah uh, because I've known people like that <laughs> 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 no but you know, <laughs> no because right it's because this, this is the thing. You told me? No. <laughs> I was going to crack and fall nothing. <laughs> Follow me in my place. Like. <laughs> it's the disabled one. So I do make the joke. <laughs> no, because I've, I've known people okay, like that has like some kind of like yeah. disability or like some, some physically that like impairs them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're a dick. And so if you if you have a joke at their expense in the sense of them being a dick, people I, get a bit kind of shifty. It's like, I'm not slagging him off because... You're not slagging their disability. You're I'm slagging him off because he's a wanker. fucking dick. <laughs> I remember there was a fella fucking died in a car accident when I was at uh, school. Is this a funny story? So, <laughs> no, but it's somebody about mixes. And everybody's like, oh, I got such a sand on. And then I remember Adam Karen turned around and said, why are you a fucking cunt? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> And everybody's just all... What do you mean? He's just all, just because he's dead doesn't make him a fucking better person. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, well, to be honest, I was like, I fair enough. <laughs> I get where he's coming from. Probably not the best time to say it. There may be tact to it, but I, I do give it your damn I know, because I, 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 I think that sometimes, like, when, like, so, like somebody famous... And like, like Paisley. Or something like that. <laughs> I, well, what, <laughs> whatever. Like Paisley. Like <laughs> and he was well good. Fucking bag it, then I went on. Actually, let's just stop talking about it. <laughs> I don't actually know what I was going to say. So. <laughs> We're going down a really dark, dark yeah, fucking terrace. I thought I was on the cusp of it. We just saying the boy was a dick, like, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, he opened up a can of worms. Yeah. But anyway, uh, they wrap up with the fundamentals of care, and he wants uh, to kind of take him on this road trip. They see all these, it's it's these sort of comedy with is that a lot of the stuff he wants to see isn't like standard landmarks because they're in the middle, I think, but it seems that they're in the middle of America and you're just surrounded by fields. They're in the, like, the Midwest and the shit that they're going to see is like really mundane landmarks like the world's biggest cow and stuff I got there but then how, how, pretty... how big is that cow? <laughs> no but that's what I'm saying it's really funny <laughs> because there's this whole thing where they go to the place where the world's biggest cow is and the boys all oh no we actually keep Rufus is the cow's name he's all we actually keep Rufus on the second floor but they don't have like disabled access and Paul Rudd fucking freaks out and he pretends they like phone like some disabled watchdog or something like that there <laughs> so then your man fucking freaks out and gets two of the boys they lift your man's wheelchair up the stairs but when they get up the cow's fucking dead it's it's a, like a stuffed cow it's not even a oh, fucking Jesus. live cow you know what I mean but um, they meet uh, Selena Gomez's character in a way she's like hitchhiking she's just run away from her home you finish like got a troubled pass man and she's actually surprisingly good I mean I was going to say how is she she know? surprised me in Spring Breakers because I mean obviously you see that the pop star and you can have a preconception, like, you know, when it comes to art or acting, it's just like, with a whole, what was it she done again? The Wizards of Waverly Place or some shit like that there? What was her nah, first big show? I don't that one. 
Anyway, she obviously she came to be She's known. She's a Disney kid. Aye, she came to be known as being a Disney kid. And when you see that, you're always going to have that prejudice. Like, I right, they're, they're acting on a fucking stupid Disney show. Will they actually make it as an adult actress? JT was a Disney kid as well, wasn't he? He was, so was Ryan Gosling. You know what I mean? Aye, well, they were the Mickey Mouse Club, but Mickey they Mouse didn't Club. do, like, shows or anything. No, no, they just not the Mickey Mouse. Sure, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and shit like that, too. Yeah. But, um... Uh, She's brilliant. She's really, really good. I mean, I don't think her, it's, Jesus Christ, not the toughest role that she's ever going to have. You know, it's not an awe-inspiring fucking performance, but what she has to do, she does it really well, and she's really natural. Like, there's some conversations between her and Craig Roberts, and it just... Oh, it was the Wizards of Waverly Place? There you go. You're up on your... Passing, I was a fucking Disney complete guess. <laughs> the one Disney show you know, <laughs> know. apart from just, Hannah Montana. I think, again, that's probably just going back to Jack, watching shit like that with him, you know, me when he was a wing. But uh, she's also in Barney. They are. But I, the <laughs> you said that like we'd be really impressed. She's also in Barney, you know. I, I, I was, Barney, I, was like. I was impressed. <laughs> she played BJ. She, well, you know, <laughs> she doesn't actually. BJ was his friend. She's uh really good. The fucking uh, the sort of chemistry between them two is really good. Uh goes down to sort of I think the finish uh, the climax of the film is pretty predictable uh, but I also think it's probably only great with the film is that knowing the trauma that Paul Rudd's characters went through and seeing this relationship build up and seeing the chemistry as well between the three leads in general you know even between Selena Gomez and, and Paul Rudd just really really well acted and really nuanced I think that the sort of resolution for Paul Rudd's characters may be a wee bit over the top it just seems like a wee bit too perfect a resolution they might come feel good about himself again. At the same time, it still works. It still hits its target and does what it has to do. But I just think it's just a wee bit too, as I say, it's super too, happy too, too contrived. Not even a super happy and just too contrived for what happens to happen yeah. for him to kind of get on with his life again. But at the same time, I, I fucking really enjoyed it. It's got really good comedy moments, especially, as I said, between uh, Craig Robertson and, and Paul Rudd. But it's not over-the-top comedy. It's just kind of like really normal, down-the-earth sort of humour that they just nail really, really well. I like the road trip element because, I don't know, I'm just kind of a sucker for like a road trip, a uh, road trip I, thing in a film. I, I love a good road trip. Uh, Selena Gomez, surprisingly, very, very good. We need the Mandler, so obviously you can get it over and done with quick if you've got something else to do. And uh, it in between wanks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a good, like, really good dramatic beats. <laughs> there's also, there's just actually one other thing. Uh, just coupled, coupled with a comedy, it's two seconds. Coupled with a comedy, there's really good uh, dramatic beats. There's a scene with Paul Rudd, and it's an hour girl that they pick up. It's a pregnant woman whose car's broke down, and she kind of serves a, a big purpose towards the end. But uh, he has a conversation about the uh, children and stuff like that and his life. And it's just, it's just really, really heartfelt. And it's actually the second time that I've been kind of taken back and really been engaged with a Paul Rudd dramatic moment. There's a moment as well in Perks of Being a Wallflower where he has a conversation. He's he in Perks of He's Logan Lerman's teacher. He's his English ah, teacher. Ah, shit, yeah. He's only, he's only in it for about, like, collectively about 10 minutes. But he's got a, he has a conversation with him too. And it, it's a wee song on tap wing because he seems to be one of the few... Of those big comedy actors who hasn't dubbed his tone, the dramatic stuff, as often as maybe like a Wolf Ferrell or Jim Carrey or something, but he's fucking obviously very, very good with it. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, because I think Karen said before, like, you're not the biggest Paul Rudd fan, because no. you feel like he's always just Paul Rudd in a film. Yeah, he just looks like he's, he looks like a man trying to act. <laughs> but you, you, you like this hairy... I think dramatic-wise in this, 
you don't have that polo thing. It was actually actually I'll, I'll, I'll correct that only in comedies I think that and, and oh, dramas because I love them in Cedar House Rules and stuff like that there and love yeah. them lots of things. Aye, it's on it's on that he just hasn't really tapped on this much and I think you should what's up there I'm like you should probably look on there because no Paul you have to do it. See me I see Paul right pack it on catch yourself on like but it was actually the only time that I seen the Paul Rudd comedy but come out it's literally for like a, a two second moment in the film where he's kind of slagging Craig Roberts in a diner but then he goes back to actually being his character again you know mm. what I mean but it was kind of cool seeing that but a Paul Rudd come out you know even for that two seconds uh. I don't know but uh, I really good really enjoyed it I gave it a good mm. a nine I got a nine out of ten Mickey oh, fuck top barely <laughs> four out of five I'd say that's, that's a demotion <laughs> four and a half out of five. that's eight out of ten eight out of ten then. I'll give it eight out of ten what, what? no <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> no, no, and that's because cool. I, I was because I was circling that phone. I wasn't too sure if it if it would be good or not. Uh, Deb, or not. Uh, if you're doing fuck all night, which you probably are, I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I got I, I got plans, motherfucker. What are you doing tonight? Watch a film. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I'm going to cook a nice dinner before I so Ooh, what are you making tonight? I don't know. Dominoes. <laughs> No. I may make a phone call to <laughs> <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> but no, definitely watch it because the night the Miller and it's it's one of those ones that I don't know. I'm sure you're the same as well. If you're going to watch a film like Lita, and I'm sure Jill has completely different sort of interest in films they would Judy. I mean, this shit that I like Lita wouldn't like a lot of it, but but it's one of those films that be comfortable like watching her because I know that both of us would enjoy it. No, me, me and Jill just both react like the same stuff because we're just a really good couple and we just see. get on. And... I'm saying my <laughs> relationship shit. <laughs> no, we're joking. No, I was trying to pick a phone last break night. break up with somebody over a podcast, no? <laughs> I still lost this. Did you never get the message? This, 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 could, this could get the listeners and just fucking... <laughs> Like You'll be all over Huffington Post and all. It'd be amazing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> build that fucking floor. I fucked that up on that probably. I wish you get on for talking about her too much in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I haven't spoken about her in ages, but she doesn't listen anymore, so she wouldn't even know. I know. I, <laughs> I, after after he uh, let somebody touts at us. There was there was some shit I had cut out one week. It was fucking brutal. Was not. But uh, no, you you know the thing kind of popped me off about that not really popped me off but it was just a bit of a weird one that the the font that the titles wrote down it seems like fault in our stars kind of Aye. font and it's just like are they trying to tap into that kind of that's actually vibe? Really, I didn't even say that's a really good observation it actually is like but I mean like obviously as, I, as, I've, as, I've never seen fault in their stars I don't know if that's a good thing as, as fault in their stars is good but it's just a kind of your, your general weepy but I can kind of see why they're trying to do it because obviously it's about like Young people being faced with adversity and young people being faced with like you know severe life threatening analysis. Fuck, that's actually such a good that's such a good observation. I never pick up on that. I definitely, I, 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 I definitely <laughs> went to as well because fault in their stars done serious fucking numbers. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. It's a very distinctive font as well. Because oh, I didn't catch on it. <laughs> Eagle eye breast on there. <laughs> fuck me. Oh, I, I work at a graphic design place. He knows these things. You know. Uh, well, fuck, I true enough. Can I do? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Heron, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I, w- I watched stacks of different things, but uh, the main one that sort of I guess I hadn't seen it in years, and it was a film I think I watched like religiously as a lane, just watched it all the fucking time, and then I thought well, I probably hadn't seen it at least at least fifteen years, and uh, I flicked it on. Was the Rocketeer? Did you ever see it? 
I you said this to me the other night. I've seen this as a Wayne, but can remember nothing about it. I've never. I just seen remember it him standing like the top of like a cliff side and then flying, but then crashing on this one. Uh, does he, he also does say to become the Rocketeer in it, doesn't he? What? To become the Rocketeer, he does say it. No. Or is that a parody that I've watched him? No, no, no. Y- you're you're thinking of that thing from Shawshank Redemption. It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my life. It's so fucking good. Like, you want to explain this? I, uh, I, Mikey, you explain it. But then no, you the, explain uh, it. Uh, there used to be a video on YouTube and they fucking taken it down and I'm raging because it was it's so good. I'm convinced Shad made this up. See if I made this up then I need to fucking make it and pull it up there now because it would be phenomenal. I I asked Dan and they've all seen it, but for whatever reason I can't. I know I'm pretty sure you showed it. it to me one day as well. Uh you know the scene in Shawshank where uh, Brooks gets out of prison, that's really fucking sad. And he's all I'm too old for this place and he's climbing up in the fucking table and he's about to punch his own ticket and stuff like that there. He's all I decided I decided, and then I just caught straight away to become the Rocketeer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Rocketeer fucking going tea first on the mountain. <laughs> my, my knowledge of the Rocketeer is when I was playing the video game Broforce, right. where it has a bunch of like action people as like characters you can play, but it's all bro versions of their names. So it's like the Brominator, the Rambro, and stuff like that. Robocop. Robocop. And there was also <laughs> the. The bro, the brocateer, I suppose it was. The brocateer. <laughs> call me out these days. <laughs> he, he, he was, he was a pretty shit character because you, you could, you could basically double jump with him because he has the rockets, but then he wasn't that powerful shooting wise. So yeah. I, I didn't really like him all that much. You almost got to play this game, Mickey. Yeah. It's a really good game. You should play it. <laughs> Let her speak. Um. Well, the the whole. Uh... Premise of the. <laughs> <laughs> what is the premise? Uh, it's uh. Pretty much this guy uh, called Cliff Seacourt. <laughs> Cliff Seacourt? He's like a kind of barnstormer pilot. Is he uh, not host American Idol? <laughs> probably. But uh, barnstormer Cliff pilot. Cliff Seacourt sounds like a shopping center. <laughs> <laughs> a Cliff Seacourt. Is it's, it's at a cliff edge next to a beach. <laughs> Cliff Seacourt. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, and also he's like this barnstormer pilot, uh, and he's he's at the start he's doing like a show or whatever, uh, this kind of thing, and then um, I think he's jumping on his plane at one point, and uh, I think whatever happens, when he sits on it, when he sits in the chair, obviously there's something under it, and then he finds this rocket pack, mm. and. Uh, I think he just, I mean, he starts fucking around it and this kind of thing. But then uh, he, he ends up at one of these shows. One of the guys, like, uh, I, I think he gets, I don't know, he, like, he, he, he kind of takes a turn or whatever and this kind of thing. And so his plane's about to go down. So Cliff puts a rocket pack on and decides to go and try and save him or whatever. And then obviously the media go mad and this kind of thing and all. And just they, they name him the Rocketeer and this kind of stuff and all. And I mean, it's not like. It's it's definitely kid friendly and adult friendly. I mean, I kind of, it's kind of like Indiana Jones in lots of ways, but like it's 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 quite tongue in cheek in a lot of it. Like Timothy Dalton plays this actor who's pretty much Errol Flynn, <laughs> and uh, yes, and uh, as well as that, like you know, there's a there's a, just uh, there's a couple of twists in it and this kind of thing. I mean, it has all the things that Indiana Jones has, like you know, Nazis, and it has gangsters and it has the CAA and it has fucking Howard Hughes in it and it was yes. it, it turns out that <laughs> Howard Hughes designed this fucking rocket pack 
and it's kind of hanging all. And plays R2s. Leo, obviously. Oh fuck. I can't mind about it. It's before the fucking mad days, obviously. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple of things in it that I, that I didn't see before when I was away. We're like fucking, they're about their ass cloth again. They fucking, he runs out of this thing and just jumps onto this uh, model of a plane and uses it as a glider to get out. But it's actually a model of the Spruce Goose. <laughs> and, there, and, they just, and they just heard Hughes comes out and I was all, by God, she will fly. That's <laughs> <laughs> class. class. There's, there's stacks of things. Like Hughes just getting a wee cameo on that. <laughs> There's so many fucking brilliant Is things. Is it actual her? <laughs> <laughs> I might have been out. Yeah, the fucking fingernails hanging off him just. But like, it sort of takes the button. And there's, there's all these fucking jokes in it. Like, it shows you how the Hollywood, there's an explosion at the end. Because it used to be Hollywood land. And it shows you how, like, the land got blown up in an action scene and all. So, like, they, they write all these things under Was the story. Was it the Rocketeer? <laughs> it wasn't the Rocketeer, no. <laughs> It's, it's like that joke in BoJack Horseman where they call Hollywood Hollywood because he stole the date. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Just the whole second series, they call it Hollywood. So, <laughs> <good for> me, <laughs> so well written anyway. But I uh, know it's one of these films that just like there's there's so many truths in it as well. Like, you know, um, like the gangsters and uh, the FBI, uh, they discover this sort of Nazi plot and this kind of thing. And it all just, and fucking, is it. Paul Vino, you know what do you call him? He's the head of family in, in Goodfellas. Oh, fuck Paul Vino, was name. I think it might be Paul Vino. I'll check it out for you now. But uh, it's, it's, it's some of it's fucking brilliant and all. Like, uh, they, they sort of form an alliance then because they have a common enemy and Nazism and all. And there's like a, a class scene where the head FBI character and the head, you know, Paul Vino, whatever, are just fucking shooting off Tommy guns in the middle of the area. All these Nazis and they stop and just look at each other. They just go back to shooting again. And all there. And it's just really, like, it's really tongue in cheek. As I said, it's fucking. Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino. Got him. But, uh. And there's a Vino in there. It's, uh. It's one of them films that would have been able to, like a big, big movie on Saturday on RT or something like that there. Uh, it's just a brilliant sort of adventure film. And, when did it actually come out? Um. Was the. It was the 90s, 91? 1991. 1991. Doesn't do it. Yeah. I don't realise it was Disney. Ah, uh, it's Disney too, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of them things, if you check out trivia there, I think it was one of them kind of uh, sorcerer, last action hero jobs, just fell victim to coming out at the wrong time. Yeah. Because sure. it's a really fucking good film. I'm always surprised how it, how it didn't really do, do that well. Do you it's think really cool they, they were trying to build its the Mecca franchise out of it? Like, so they ah, it's, like, it. it's got a really cool Art Deco poster. It's cool, isn't it? It's cool. Oh, it's, I, no, it's cool. brilliant. Because really like, cool. there's like a, there's a, they show you a film, uh, real at the start, or, or, or sorry, towards the end, which shows what, what Hitler wanted to do with these rocket packs. He wanted to create a whole army of rocketeers. And you know, all that's kind of hanging on. But it's like, because uh, you know, see, it, it jokes nothing because. Hitler Hank was the first dictator to use film and use, you know, propaganda like media as propaganda. Yeah, and stolen and all that crack. Ah, uh, exactly. Full of wool. And uh, and it's just it, it really shows that off too. It's like a it's a cartoon of his idea of how he wants the world to be. Mm. That's fucking. I, I remember he was on a wing. Just going, this is fucking terrifying looking, because it shows like, you know, fire in the cartoon and the sort of the the American eagle getting turned under the. You know, the Nazi eagle and this kind of thing and all mm. through the fire and all and just this whole it's 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 fucking class like it's not it's not obviously too hard or anything like that there but uh, it's really fucking good it's hard you shows on this as well as well as the settler's <laughs> idea and all and we have to stop it and all and <laughs> it's fucking brilliant from from what I'm reading here just you saying like it might have been released at the wrong time it's, it was it flopped completely at the box office it was released at the same time as Robin Hood Prince of Thieves and City Slickers which Fuck. done fucking massive amounts of money uh, also what's kind of interesting I'm just reading here is that it says that 
the Disney tag uh, was also seen to have turned off people who assumed that the film was for children. In addition, the Rocketeers original Art Deco poster, which we're just talking about, which we thought looked really cool, was changed because it failed to draw attention to the cast, including then current James Bond, Tom of Dalton. Uh, Dalton, Billy Campbell, and Jennifer Connelly, prom- or, or sorry, p- feature Dalton, Billy Campbell, and Jennifer Connelly uh, prominently. Uh, and then it says it also failed in Britain. And then it also says up at the top that it was in development hell for years. Uh, apparently it started development in 1983. Fuck. You know Fuck what I mean? Man. So there was eight years trying to get it actually fucking made. Uh, which is disappointing now. Uh, is, uh, let's see what else is here. It seems set around the same time as the original Indiana Jones and all too, you know. Mm. There's a while out. This is some already. Is the Indiana Jones and... <coughs> I just think it's brilliant. Like, just uh, just give it a watch. Like, if you like sort of forties, it sort of has that color tone, like Shawshank and stuff and all, and everything's kind of mahogany. And it's got those old cars and all. Aye, Nazism, adventures, and fucking all that shit. All that fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called it Nazi adventures. Aye, <laughs> Nazi rockets. <laughs> <laughs> just Nazis with hard arms on the front cover. <laughs> and a boy with a rocket pack in there. Oh, I know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck's up? Who's <laughs> hey, this fucking boy? Hi. So, 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 Disney being on the poster made people think it was kids. It has to be a first day. Mm. I think go back in the nineties. Well, I suppose. Didn't, I'll, I'll probably talking about shit I don't really know, but like, like Disney, they put out kind of more. I'll say adult films, but they're not adult films. But they, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they they have like all their companies. Like they had like Touchstone Pictures and all air kind of mm. crack. Like I broke her produced a lot of Disney as well. Yeah, but mm. they they don't they never really have the Disney tag on it, do they? Do you notice so it's around that period? Really, no. Like if you think of the well, it's, remember the Titans movie? They obviously don't know what they want on the TV. I mean. I but when that's that's not nineties. Mm, it's two thousand and one. Like I think no, that's broke hammer too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, maybe they just don't know what they wanted to be. I mean, maybe they were thinking, oh, would kids be interested in this? Like a family adventure. Ah, is yeah, that the kind adventure. of thing it is, basically? Um, it doesn't. I mean, there's, there's a couple of deaths. Some of them are pretty fucking full on. I, I mean, I'd, I'd, say I'd say it should be really about a twelve. I guess it's more like Indiana Jones than well, that intertextuality you're talking about, and then all this sort of fucking. Breaking the fourth wall in ways like you know Howard Hughes and all that crack that would go fucking over Wayne's heads like you know what I mean mm. he didn't get that at all so Actually, I didn't get that at all when I was younger who the fuck's this boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck's this boy playing he's got like <laughs> so maybe I mean they probably just don't know where they sell it I mean, I mean like I was around that time I mean like it's, 
it's the same kind of reason. It's the very same reason why Last Action Hero failed. I mean, around that time, early 90s cinema, when it was starting to get a bit experimental again and they were kind of playing with breaking the fourth wall and, you know, self-referentiality and stuff like that there, I don't think a lot of audiences weren't ready for it because in mainstream cinema that had never really been seen before, you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't know if our cartoon necessarily breaks the fourth wall. I mean, it's it's set, I mean, it, it kind of... It has, a, it has a wink and a nod. Yeah. It's a wink and a nod. I, it, it kind of, it's like a pulp, a pulp kind of novel ah, yeah. of, of, of the time and this kind of thing. And it's like, it mean turning Howard Hughes into this guy that was, you know, involved in the war and all this kind of stuff and all. It's just, it's a bit of crack lick. Cause I know, like it's funny that Howard Hughes like. seems to be like a prominent character. <laughs> Aye. Well, he's, he, might, he, has, he has four or five scenes, I don't yeah. like. You know, I'll, I'll uh, what do you call him? Fuck, what do you call him? He's the fucking dad and ever says hands. Who? That's a price? No, no, he's no, no. The, the one of the oh, there. the Arda. Uh, he's Arno and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, he's an Argo. What do you call him? Alan Arkin. Aye, he's Alan an uncle as well. He's like fucking Billy Kent, like uh, Rocketeers. He, he's like his sort doing? of mentor, and he does it designs the fucking. <laughs> Sorry, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin there. I know, I right. got that. <laughs> yeah, he's a barbecue kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he says about the Dan ever since hands. <laughs> Oh, this is insulting. I don't know what they're talking to me like this. <laughs> <laughs> I always get confused with this. So, Alan Arkin isn't in the Oceans films. No. It's, it's the other guy that's... Elliot Gould? He, no. Gould. There's a... Gould. The, the guy plays Saul. Saul. Aye, he, Aye. That's not Alan Arkin, but no. it always reminds me of Alan Arkin. Right. Who's that? I don't know. Is it Somebody about this. Somebody. You want to check? No, I'll do it. Some oh, fucking but Some no, do you... fucking dickhead, did you say? <laughs> Some foggy. Does does he does he not remind you of Al, Alan Arkin? Though? No, not really. No. no. <laughs> Who is Alan Arkin? <laughs> <laughs> Alan Arkin's in so much. Love my sunshine as well. One last one. I know, I know who he is. Jesus Christ, I'm a dick. He's a main. <laughs> do you actually want me? <laughs> He's a main character in Catch Twenty Two. Uh... You seen Catch Twenty Two? No. <laughs> like he's a fucking absolute psycho. <laughs> What are you going to say? Cozy as a cozy fucking is it? <laughs> like I've done there, Marvel strap there, like I said, oh, go. <laughs> no dice. Uh, Jennifer Connelly's in it as well. I, mm. and I, it's it's just a shame. I, I, I really thought I was just going to hate it because I thought it was just too wainy, uh, but really fucking enjoyable. What was it on? It's on Sky. Carl yeah. Rayner. Carl Rayner. He's like Alan Arkin. Uh, what, what else is Carl Rayner even on? No doubt. So many good films. Like. Um, the Dick Van Dyke Show. Okay, I'm mm. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy. Oh fuck! Jake and the Pirates. <laughs> Jesus, Carol. Any Jesus. chance? <laughs> Jesus, Tom Green Live. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, Carol! How the, the fuck did he get that role? The Bernie Mac Show. I don't know. Alan Arkin was available. <laughs> 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 <R>. Bernie Mac. <laughs> I know he seems to be. Predominantly doing like uh, Shit. T- TV <laughs> stuff rather than Ali McBeal. Uh, how do we feel? About- I I like that. How do we feel about Ali McBeal? How do we feel about Ali McBeal? I like Ali McBeal. I don't mind. I like the Robert Downey Jr. when he kind of weaned himself off a smack for a while, but then kind of relapsed. Know, he, he, he relapsed. He, what was that? Won a Golden Glove too. Uh, what was it? They they found him. He was in Frasier. Speeding down a motorway, naked, with bad guys. <laughs> He hasn't done that. Sounds like a fucking Monday evening just for, for, to, for Rob. Yeah, we're not shooting the mark, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did we honestly back in? It wouldn't have fucking matter if it was shit the next day. Like. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm a bit needs to wise up if they did him for it. Like, Jesus Christ. 
Okay, we shall move on to topics. I feel much of a hit. I got a weeks. It's probably better if it just did it. If it just when you get some better production values in this podcast, I feel I can do a water drop. Go. That's pretty good, actually. Good echo off that, too. If Mr. Coleman just call me <laughs> fucking Michael, Michael Winslow, Johnny Waterdrops, <laughs> Johnny Waterdrops. <laughs> I know, to be fair, it's the only sound effect I can do. <laughs> Johnny Waterdrops sounds like he's in a couple of lewd movies, I'm fairness. A couple of blues, <laughs> Blu ray, Blu ray. Uh, yeah, the topic this week, um, I wanted to just talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Sorry. Well, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about money, 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 money. Who's got it? Who wants it? That's not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I avoided the noise. from the wall. Where's my fucking money? You can't. Um, my money. My money. No, it's because there's this phrase I heard before, and I think it actually kind of connected with me that it's vote with your wallet. Which I think is a really nice phrase, and just it 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 pretty much goes for everything in life that you pay for. Like if you pay for something, that's telling someone somewhere that you want this thing. Let's make more of it. Mm. And you know, so if you go to a cinema and pay for a ticket for something, like if you take the Transformers films, they're widely regarded as bad films, but they make serious money. Like the last film made over a billion dollars. Widely regarded as that because they are. Hey, no, yeah. <laughs> I think the last two made over a billion. Yeah, mm. I know because uh, the the last one is where Seriously? I. <laughs> 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 no, but no, but the last one is no, where I. It's a cold shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is where I I signed off from Trans- Transformers because I I really enjoyed Fuck, the. You don't. I, I fucking I made that second one. <laughs> no, because I I enjoyed the first one and like I grew up with the Transformers. I always liked the Transformers. I enjoyed the first one. <gasps> Went to the second one in the cinemas. Didn't really like it. Went to the third one. It's better than the second one, but it's still mm. not great. I've seen that in Some cinema. fucking sequences is that third one. Like. Aye, there's there's there it, there's more enjoyable stuff they kind of take from it in the third one than. I don't know about the fucking marines sliding down the side of Bowman or there and all like the old. Well, even when they all just jump out in their wee fucking squares, it's like it's it's pretty good. Aye. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but then the fourth one, then like I'd seen the trailers for it and I thought like the trailers were kind of cool and you know they've kind of it's like a soft reboot you know like they have Mark Wahlberg and stuff on there who enjoy but just when it came out it got bad reviews and like I was planning on going to see it and I was just like actually no I'm like because I had that phrase in my head like vote with your wallet like if I if I go see this film I'm supporting this film and I don't want to support this film because I want this film to do badly so then they can readjust and get rid of Michael Bay Mm-hmm. For, not that I think Michael Bay is a bad director, but I just think with this franchise, he he just he doesn't care anymore. He's he he's very by the numbers with this. Well, now, he and just it, knows that he knows now that they're going to make money. I mean, just to kind of go yeah. back to what you're saying, I mean, we like a mammoth that's that big, like a fucking huge, huge franchise. I don't really think that. I mean, okay, I fair enough. If more people done it, yes, it would make a difference. But I think you. Can I not? It's just old enough going to that sound effect, you know. And it's just like it's a, it's a drop in the ocean, like you know what I mean? Because yeah, it's fucking it. it really, because I mean, but it's, it's but serious it's, numbers. But it's it's more a personal thing for me that I know in my head. Yeah. I'm not. Ah, that it's, at all. it's a small victory for you. Yeah, <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Like it's it's like our friend. 
our friend Dave, his dad doesn't pay for Sky because he hates Rupert Murdoch. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, I just started laughing. He's like, what? He just want to give him money. He's like, that is actually brilliant. That is, it's, really you know, it's a really, like, Rupert Murdoch doesn't give a fuck like, but yeah. you know, it's a small victory small for your dad. Like. And he's keeping it religious. Like, hey. Shit, when you stay up there, this house and watch TV. But <laughs> <laughs> so I had six channels. <laughs> I was really happy to see, uh, talking about voting with your mom. It was really, I went to see, uh, I was talking about last week, the nice guys. And, Really happy to see it. There was like fucking forty people in the theater. I was oh. like, it was fucking brilliant, and it's just been out for four weeks already. Because they they were pushing for that a lot. Because well. I heard some interviews with Shane Black, like kind of addressing that, saying like, you know, we're not a franchise film, we're a small film. We need people to go out there. Uh. But like, he actually started slagging off like superhero films. It was on Doug Loves Movies, the Doug Benson podcast, and then just Doug at the end of his all Iron Man three director there. Shane <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, you know, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's the, the side of the spectrum we should be talking about because when you're talking about these huge franchises, say like a Transformers or a Harry Potters or Hunger Games or whatever, um, I might be a small victory if you don't want to see any more of them made, but you know they're just going to continue to succeed because so many people are investing in them, so many people love them. And but, as well, if, but if more people realise that them going to see it is them basically greenlighting A lot of that for me, right... Those free franchises we just talked about, Harry Potter, Hunger Games, and Transformers, they're predominantly aimed at children, really. So it wouldn't, I mean, like, a child's not going to have that sort of mentality where, you know what, fuck, yeah. fuck my guppy. I mean, a lot of the <laughs> I time, wouldn't say Hunger <laughs> Games is children, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you would say, like, you have a YA, YA. He's all I mean, if he's about eight years old, he's all like, fuck Michael Bay. See, f- <laughs> see a fucking a crane shot in that last film, you know? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> He's only eight like he knows crap. He'd buy in that box of fucking Jennifer Lawrence home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> in regards to like Transformers, I think that there's probably hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of parents out there who fucking despise Transformers and think they're awful films, but uh, it keeps their children quiet for fucking two, two and a half going on, sometimes maybe three years now. I know, yeah, but there's, I think there's a specific kind of, <laughs> I think there's a specific kind of, just sect of people that they're going after, and the, the name of that people is bad parents. Yeah, <laughs> I'm personally I'm personally impressed that nobody who's went to see the last Transformers have actually enjoyed them. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just no. an easy, it's just an easy way. To get you them just, made. you just have a lot of sad Chinese people basically because that's where it made most <laughs> of its money. <laughs> 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 Pacific Rum. It was like Pacific Rum was exactly. Yeah, Pacific Rum. That's what's sick because Pacific Rum was a fucking dud until it went out there. Aye, it's that's where it made a good lot of money, and that's why the second one's happening now. And that's why they were waiting as well with the Force Awakens to see what sort of numbers are done in China. How did it end up doing in China? It did, it didn't do great in China. That's so fucking weird. No, because like, uh, like in in China, Star Wars isn't really a thing, partner. But Transformers is. Yeah. What a world we love them. <laughs> what a world we love. It's not that I give a fuck about it, I'm like, but it's just mad. This is why I'm not living in China. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I as was saying, like, yeah, you can talk about the the big kind of blockbuster stuff but I think where it does come in the more meaning with the whole vote me your wild thing is the indie stuff uh, that's that's always bit, that's yeah. the spectrum we should be looking at because that's actually helping a film as opposed to yeah like I, 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 I like it, you going to see like a smaller film like I don't know give me a small film Say uh, Wonder's Bone. Don't ask me why that's popping in my head. Because we were talking with Jeff. More lately, actually. I'm boning. Now we're going to add that. Aye, Wonder's Bone. Yeah, like, 
if if you go to see that in the cinema, that's a way bigger boost for that film than not going to see a Transformers film. You know? What's disappointing as well, just for our own sort of experience, is being in a city like Derry, which is like just about a city, very small, say about one hundred and twenty thousand people. We don't we don't have an art house cinema. Yeah. You know what I mean. So we don't really get the full spectrum. The old time. Uh, Obviously, the big they, they can they can surprise yeah, you. Something. I mean, <laughs> the bowling alley cinema can't surprise you with the old uh, film, so which is great to see. Like nine or two cinema, like eh? Nerve centers probably. Yeah. Supposed to take well, I suppose we're, we're I a suppose cinema we're, too. We're, we're a fucking art house cinema. That's right, Debbie. Run a film club. <laughs> we're showing Neon Demon next week. We're not. Don't don't come. Oh no, don't come. But we're not showing. We're showing on that wild, which is a fucking phenomenal picture. Uh, art house picture of one like mm, you, would, you may say that Andy you? definitely I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's the most Andy thing we're, we've shown yet yeah I'm looking forward to it I'm excited okay <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd no, get some no, uh, <laughs> no. no I was thinking of, of something but then I realised that I'm stupid and don't know things so no, that's just left it that's grand continue on though what were you going to say but yeah it's like like um, I think I like video on demand stuff like on Amazon or there's this service like VFX or something. It's where I rented that uh, Superman documentary, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened. Was it good? Such a mouthful. I know, it's really Such long. A mouthful. Is it good? I know, it's, re- it's really good. It's really interesting. It, like for, for most of it, it's basically like, like a making of Superman Lives. It just kind of goes into the concept art and all, but then eventually mm. it goes into like why it was eventually not made. Did Tim Burton actually want them to have a flying car? <laughs> no, they don't mention a fine car. Somebody told me out there, I was all fuck off. They're all seriously. Some of the stuff, Mikey, on that podcast, we reviewed it. Some of the stuff you came out with fucking even surprised me. I know, there's some bad ones in there. I mean, just Nicolas Cage dressed up as Clark Kent is just fucking hilarious. He's wearing like a Mickey Mouse t shirt and a big glasses and then really long hair and like just a, like a blazer it would have been you an amazing know, film though uh, just to see you know what I mean just to see that car crash right? <laughs> <laughs> no but like even like you know, it's the morbid compare, curiosity like, of it fucking good speed and, and the rock like you can sort of see how you could be Clark Kent like uh, I don't know. He's about a, you know he's well, about a, Ca- Cameron Poe, uh, Con, me, Con Air. That's that's the physique he had for Superman. That's the enough, film he did right enough. after. He's not to be handsome, like. It's, he can't it's about he, looks, he, yeah. No, it's not about looks. But Clark Kent <laughs> has a very definable this, and it's supposed to be angler. But John, no, but if, like if you think what Clark Kent is supposed to be, he's supposed to be the opposite of Superman, so he doesn't get recognized. Yeah, but that's always been the whole fucking. It's like the ground floor clothes that never worked. Like I mean, they literally just put a fucking pair of glasses. I know, on. I know, but they they were trying to do something about different way that makes them look <laughs> like a fucking weirdo. Basically, <laughs> it's Nicholas Cage. Then <laughs> he takes off his glasses, fucking Brandon Ruth or something, <laughs> <laughs> or fucking Henry Cable or whatever, or Cameron Poe. <laughs> or Cameron Poe. <laughs> How do we start talking? About- okay, yeah. So yeah, there's services like Air where. You- you can like rent these like indie movies or smaller smaller movies, but I think most people just feel I'm not paying fucking three quid to just watch a film and then that's it. Like I don't own it or anything, mm-hmm. and then that's where you get into downloading all air kind of crack. But I like I I I I don't like to like download those kind of things and like I pay to watch Superman Lives and stuff and. Like, I was talking to her and he seen Sing Street a while ago in the cinema. I didn't get a chance mm. to see it. So, I'm waiting for it where I can get it on Amazon or something to, mm. to give money towards the film. Because if 
I know it's, but if everybody do, just downloaded that film and then paid for it, he wouldn't get another film made. You know what I mean? Well, he yeah. might do, you know, because of his career, but you know, in, in essence, that that film would be a failure. Yeah. And it's just if you're giving money towards it, you're supporting that, and you are essentially giving a vote of we want more of this. And I, I just think that's a thing that's kind of lost in some people that they don't kind of make that connection. Like, yeah. oh, if I download this, like. Like I'm, I'm not doing anything to them, but you are. You're taking money away and support away from their next thing. I mm-hmm. think there's that sort of casual. Uh, it's 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 a false understanding, but it's that, that casual understanding that oh sure, fucking you know Hollywood's got stacks of money. Sure, you know what's what's me downloading? That's not going to take anything out of their pocket. But then, obviously, if there's so many people downloading, which there are so many people downloading, then that makes a big fucking dent. You know, hey, I mean? download Transformers, all you fuck man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the fuck it. Kick ass Torrance pirate bay, whatever you want. You know, get off. Hey, what was the one fucking? Who was it? Jay Z was on. Jay Z. Jay Z. was it? Was it him? I think he posted a picture like he posted a picture about oh, something politically tweeted a picture of himself but then somebody saw on the tabs that he had parrot bail <laughs> <laughs> crafty fucker absolute billionaire too like. oh, he's got that stupid. fuck well probably blamed on Beyonce never mind. Yeah. <laughs> is there a reason for that divorce like you know what I mean are they getting divorced? I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Are they? No, I don't know. No, what what are you making shit up for? What, you, what, <laughs> what, what, what <laughs> you got to do that to me? <laughs> I'm going to see her in a couple of days. Are you? No. <laughs> she has planned it, you know? I know. She's playing down Belfast. <laughs> so, so, I thought that was about your keeping that one under your hat. <laughs> I actually did buy a ticket for it, but it's because my sister wanted me to buy a ticket because there's only so many tickets she can buy. Is she a single oh, lady? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, no. The sister is buying it for her. She's on Marianne Rubin. Oh, well, I suppose she has a single lady in the, in the fact that Ruben is a made-up character that we invented. <laughs> <laughs> and your sister's in fact mental. <laughs> yeah, she's mental. Well, she has mental. Well, <laughs> she listens, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She said premise, by the way, in answer to the I previous. I think in all fairness, everybody said premise. Yeah. I think I just mispronounced it. <laughs> I have been mispronouncing it for years. <laughs> You have a long heart <laughs> yourself, Shango. You went home for a question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually something happened. A cliche. Can't remember <laughs> that one. I'm not gonna mind, no. I know. I think he said on the podcast uh, where you were like, in like a in, cliche. In light. He called it. This guy came down me a menu and he's like, "What the fuck is this here cliche?" <laughs> 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 I, I heard one before and I actually thought about it today because I was walking through Marks and Spencer's and they had a thing like a sign set like pointing all like lingerie this way but I heard on a podcast one time like a boy had a mitts where he didn't he didn't know how to pronounce lingerie so he's like you know the sexiest thing a woman in lingerie. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, gives it another sort of twist on the lingerie. Lingerie. Which, in fairness, that's how it looks. <laughs> lingerie, say. Where's lingerie come lingerie. from? Lingerie. It's just a thong that turns on the dungarees. It's got straps and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> we buckles. <laughs> yeah, Heron, do you have anything to say about voting with your wallet? Um, I know, as I says, I mean, uh, what is he saying, Street? No, I think it's definitely. Uh, more important to go to the cinema and and see Andy's. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's lots of films that I would just wait and buy a DVD or or as you say rent them or something like that. They're just wait that comes on Sky or something. But I think it is. No, I definitely agree with what we're all at. Like you know, and I was really happy. And I was really happy to see a lot of people were were at the nice guys. And I was happy to see because Kiss Kiss Bang Bang when it came out, that was Shane Beck's kind of previous film, probably around about the same budget 
in similar type of film and it was only in for like I think it was in for four days or something so I was really happy to see that it was actually still there yeah it's like a, a similar sort of experience as well where it does make you feel good I remember when In Bruges was about to be released I think me and the rest I think most people I've ever met fucking love In Bruges but when it was released it was kind of low budget Irish film unknown director Brenton Gleeson sort of big Colin Farrell was like the, the big star but it mm-hmm. seemed like one of the smaller films he was doing was well, he Mark McDonough in the theatre circles was massive so ah, he's big, he's big there like you know, for the what do you call it the Lieutenant of Vanishmore and stuff like that there yeah, those, those plays stuff, but I never thought for a million years that you know it would have been a big hit or anything like that and I remember going on its opening night just down the Strand Cinema buying a ticket uh, we two friends and we assumed that we were going to be like maybe one of maybe a ten in the cinema and it was fucking rammed like the whole uh, cinema was rammed now maybe you could point the fact that it is an Irish film and it, you know it did have a good marketing campaign and it did look funny from the it did look funny from the trailer but because that then went on to be a fucking huge success and Mark McDonald's went from strength to strength and it's now kind of seen as a modern classic they're showing on me that you kind of feel like he helped it on its way you know what I mean because uh, you went they said, I was there <laughs> <laughs> But listen, I mean, you, you feel like you like, like you were you're one of them fucking cunts watched on film four two weeks later. Huh? <laughs> 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 but no, I definitely agree. I will say one thing. I think that it's too big a beast. not too big a beast to try and stop, but I do think that it's almost unstoppable download. I think download's just too easy. I think that it's near enough impossible technology wise for them to try and hunter it in any way. I know. It's, it, definitely, it's not. It's it's not so much. It's a moral saying, decision. Yeah. You know, it's not so much saying. Don't download <laughs> stuff. It's well, we don't condone downloading. It's a moral decision when you're trying to get a fucking a camel and new transformers. Or something. <laughs> 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 okay. You really, you really you're have to think about transformers on no, five you, different computers. No, but you, you know what, you, you know what it is actually. <laughs> you know what it is actually. You know, you know. I've heard this like countless amounts of fucking times of people complaining that. Oh, it's just all fucking big blockbusters in the sun. It's all, it's all fucking comic book films and sequels and fucking bullshit and all this here. Wizards. And it's just like... Oh, can't, can't move for wizards. <laughs> <laughs> wizards and fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> can't move them. But, uh, no, but you, you, like, you've heard that argument a thousand times. Like, it's all sequels. It's all just franchise shit, basically. And it's people complaining about the output of cinemas. But the only reason those are the biggest films is because they make the most money. Yes. And and then if you have an indie film coming out that, all right, it might not be on in your local cinema or whatever, but it's going to be online somewhere. And maybe if you pay for that rather than downloading it, maybe that'll get a big, like, if that makes enough money, maybe the next one will be in cinemas. Uh, it's making the effort, too. You know and, you I mean? know, hey, it's exactly like if, if you add, if you make that argument like it's all just big blockbuster bullshit and then down, download a small indie film and they'll be like oh that's a class indie film I should have got more it's like well you haven't done anything to help it yeah. you know? like if you make a conscious mm-hmm. effort I was like okay I'll give three or four pounds that air I mean and it's it's small things but like that's all you can do yeah mm-hmm. and you have to put your support where you want to put it you know what I mean Biggest effort I ever put on the going to see a film was I got the bus to Belfast. They watched The Master and came straight home again. <laughs> nice one, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson was lethal. I love that <laughs> film. It's actually the first ever film that I so recommended in this podcast. I did a similar thing with the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I've ever done, done that. 
<laughs> I made Best thing was they were showing it here as well. Didn't realize. Nah. <laughs> I made an effort to go see. I dragged my fucking friends when I was in Amsterdam to go because I want. Well, one I wanted to see an, an old Amsterdam cinema because I heard they were fucking class. Yeah. I uh, dragged them to John Cassavetes' film. Nice it was, one. I think it was Faces. Nice and, one. And uh, it was fucking class. And then the fucking lights come on about halfway through the film. You're all. Cause we had a couple of cans of mess. Gosh, you did. Fucking shreds over that. I <laughs> were done here. But uh, what do you call it? Lights came on anyway, and then uh, I was I just looked around, whatever and all, and then the guy goes, "I smoke break." <laughs> so it's just a normal thing, and I'm saying you go for a smoke halfway through the film. Excellent. Or if you want another beer, or whatever. Can you not smoke indoors in this? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh wait, no, you can smoke cafes. Cafes. Uh, but, you, um, but there's a weird thing like certain pot. bars you can right. oh, there's a weird thing with pot there that you can smoke pot indoors and you can smoke regular cigarettes outdoors but you can't do the vice versa I think that's what it is eh? something like that I don't yeah. know I don't think you're allowed to be just fucking blasting zoots out in the street like you know what I mean mm. I think you have to uh, it needs to be like like, like, like a cafe bars, or whatever smoke no zoo if you want what was that where is it Brilliant. you can oh, yeah, smoke Brilliant. around yeah. So we were fucking walking about the zoo with beers. It just didn't feel right, but it was allowed. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know. I don't think it's allowed to give a drink to the elephant, though. But it seemed to want it. <laughs> yeah. Tr- his trunk came right over. I just you know gave it him was, a, it was gas one. Poured somebody for his homies, <laughs> like you know, man. Colorisa's pieces on there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think basically what we're saying with this topic is don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's just ethics, really. I know. Actually, now that you bring up ethics, one of I really love Frasier, the TV show. Big fan of it. You used to have the box set all the series, didn't you? I, until Sean Coyle stole it from me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you used to have it because I have it now. <laughs> I'm still holding your Angel DVDs hostage. I can keep that one. <laughs> that was a fair one as I went. <laughs> it's not really a fair partner now, look, is it? Uh, Frasier's a show for life, like. It is a show for that. Still have a wee, still have a wee deep love in there for Angel, maybe. Angel and Buffy. Yeah, they were seminal shows when I was growing up. Who, who did you masturbate more, Dave? Angel or Buffy? Probably Angel. David yeah. Boreanaz was my very favourite as a child. Yeah, babe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nice. No, fucking fr- prance around as a fucking fool, not fucking... Bones. Fucking shite bones, eh? Oh, I've never actually <laughs> watched that. Just wandering around like a wanker, hey, I could be bored. Apparently fucking huge. I've never watched an episode, but apparently it's huge in America. It's I know, well, it's some days like I, 11th or 12th it's season. It's like Tango and Cash banter in the midst of a CSA ripoff. Because oh, Ca- Castle just ended. I was a big fan of Castle. Yeah, I never watched Castle. It's, it's like Nathan Flynn, though. Uh, it, it's that standard kind of cop body show, like procedural show. Yeah, but is it body cop wronger? No, uh, cop body, that's what I meant. Because <laughs> yeah, it's different because they're not all cops. That's a must be a genre I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, Castle, Castle's good in uh, the sense that it's just so mad. Like they they do like an alien abduction episode, and it all makes sense. Uh, they use this as well that they not as the whole thing at all. The, the fanboys were shitting themselves about that they done a Halloween episode, and he was like dressed as fucking the. I know uh, that Firefly. I know. I <laughs> like he comes out and what what do you call him in fucking Firefly? You have to mic him. Fucking mind his name. <sighs> I know his name. Captain Rhodes. <laughs> I don't know, honestly, I guess. Two seconds, I'll check it out. This is Mal, Mal, Mal. Is that right? Aye, Mal. It sounds, it sounds right. But anyway, I know, he, he, he comes out dressed in his whole Firefly gear and he's all, I'm a space cowboy. And he's like, ah, cool. 
<laughs> no, but there's actually so so many like lines taken from Firefly that's in the show as well. Like oh, Mal I'll, Reynolds. Mal Reynolds, there you go. No, but like Hoban Washburn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Alan Tudyk's character. But River Town. There's there's so many lines Seriously, taken from from Firefly that's in Castle as well. Like I was aiming for his head and stuff like that. Here. <laughs> like there's so many like there's like there's videos on YouTube you can just see all the Easter eggs from Fire- Firefly. I think that's why most people watch. It. That's why I watch it. Plus, it's just a bit of crack with Nathan Fillion. Like. So don't be a dicker. I know. I, had, I, I, was, show, but... I was gonna say something that was really good. It was gonna be really good. It was. It was gonna be right, so good. So fucking. I'm talking about Castle. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It was Fraser. Fraser. That's, that's it. again. Now, in an episode of Frasier, he says ethic about ethics or morals. He's talking about he's he's saying uh, ethics is what we do when no one else is looking. So it's your ethics or your morals. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you're just being nice to somebody because like people are watching or, like, or it's like, not actually you. Aye, it's it's what you actually genuinely believe in and what you do on your own that you. No one will know if you do it, yeah. but you will know if you do it, and that's mm. the ethics and morals of it all. It's like stealing a hammer in the fridge when you know it's not your hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the fucking time. It wasn't a magnet, it was a Mars ice cream. Or ripping off bits of cheese from the block and not telling anybody because you're not fucked. They actually slice it off with a knife. <laughs> I think it was. And leave it up again. My dad does I mean, used to say... Uh, a good deed isn't a good deed if you tell if you tell anybody about it. It's true. It's it's almost like a thing <laughs> like from the Bible about charity. Like you know, if, like if you're char- kind of stick, yeah. uh, if you're charitable and then you have to you, you go about telling people like, oh, I, I lent him money or I done that, then as a charity, you're just trying to reflect it's, it back on yourself. Like you know, it's what I mean? like it's you, like you're that just wanking your own dick. Uh, do, you, do you mind that Curb Enthusiasm <laughs> episode where Ted Danson made an, an anonymous donation? I'm doing anonymous inside quotation marks. An anonymous donation. And so, like the the wing is like named like anonymous donation or whatever. Like it no, like he said nobody knows it was Ted. Dunstan, but Ted Danson starts telling everybody it was him. And then Laurie's all like, "You can't tell people <laughs> like that. Like everyone knows." Kind of thing. And it's uh, it's just that whole thing. Like he thinks he's being really good and charitable, but he's actually just doing it just to big up his own name. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And I did actually um, after kind of sliding stuff. I'm glad that you went back to that Fraser point because it was a very nice way to wrap that up. I know. I always thought it was a very nice, but like it, like morals and ethics is what we do when no one is looking. Yeah. Because when nobody's looking, you can be a fucking scumbag. <laughs> 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 but yeah. I, just, I don't know where we ended up at. I think that's the end. I think that's the end. Uh, <laughs> I think it's recommendation time. Though. Okay, let's move on to recommendations, <laughs> motherfuckers. I have a recommendation. Go. Do you? I do. Jesus. Would you Would you like to see it? I would I, love to hear it. I would love to see it. It's just, a, it's, just <laughs> it's, it's just short. Reveal your recommendation. It's buried in the th- short. Now you give you give a man time. It's buried in the bush. I actually reminded me just quickly about the, the fundamentals of Karen. There's a really funny line where uh, he keeps trying to get Craig Roberts, Paul Rudd keeps trying to get Craig Roberts' character to eat slum gems because he's obsessed with slum gems and Craig Roberts, being from the UK, has never had one. And he's all, what would you what would you guys say in the UK? Want a, want a bite of a slim gem? Bite of the James. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying it to myself yesterday. It's an absolute blinder. <laughs> bite, bite of, of the, the James. James. <laughs> anyway, continue good. on. No, my recognition this week is actually a short film that can be accessed on the YouTubes. It's called Verbatim. Oh. I believe you've 
both have seen it. I've been I've been forced to watch this. Why blocked? Not forced. It's actually really good. I yeah, it's really good. I haven't seen it. Huh? Now, well, you have, but you're probably blocked and don't remember. <laughs> I think we watched it together. Maybe just the, maybe when he starts maybe, talking. Maybe about as it, I like, describe it, you oh, remember. Okay, but uh, I think it was the New York Times actually made this short film, and it's called for verbatim because uh, it takes like the. What, what would you call it? Like the court fucking stenographer, like the report. Aye, like what? Aye, what do you call the just a court type? report? Like the notes, aye. the minutes, whatever. Aye, well, it ta- it takes this whole court interaction word for word. Transcription. Transcription. transcription there you go. That's, that's the word. Term. Yeah, it takes the whole uh, transcription of this uh, legal dispute about a photocopier. And uh, so it's word for word what was actually happened in the court, but then it's re- reenacted with actors and whatnot. <laughs> they but, make it not real life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 really fucking funny. It's it's only about like four or five minutes, but just the, the actors that are in it and one of, one of the boys, it's he's the boy with the mustache from like Mr. Show and stuff. He's excellent. He's hilarious, and he's he's really good at being angry. <laughs> being angry, but not kind of doing that bull hicks thing where you go over the top and you're not being funny anymore. You're shouting, nah. you know what I mean? But so I was just a wee dig at bull hicks there. I really hate bull hicks. Uh, for getting dicks on dead people now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ethics <laughs> is things you do. Oh, don't mind. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 really funny, and it's just how this conversation goes just about what is a photocopier essentially it's it's really funny and hilarious and everyone should watch it because it's on youtube so just youtube verbatim and you should get it i think it was the new york times or new york post or something like that you would know better than me i don't know it's a relevant this good film new york based (laughs) new york paper company (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's really funny check it out uh my recommendation is Coming Home, 1978, by Hal Ashby, who's a director we talked about many moons ago at the start of the podcast. One of my favourites. Hal Ashby. Uh, it's John Voight, Jane Fonda, Bruce Dern, and basically all it is is uh, it's about a... You know, we Bruce Dern buzz recently? Actually, I, I, I noticed that myself. Like So much stuff I've watched recently. Bruce Dern, John, he's on The Driver, which I watched last week. He's in Silent Running. I've only recently watched fucking... Uh, the, what do you call it? The, the space movie where that's he kills Silent everyone. Run. Oh, is that Silent Run? Run? Like, right. He's obviously in Common Home. He's, he, but in all fairness, Nebraska was, as well. Nebraska. Was up a few weeks ago. And we were talking as well a while back about uh, the Hit Flight, which is also one. Hmm. There it is. Sorry, I mean, dogs. No, no, I think it's just because Jill went in there. That's just because Jill's not her and she can't see her. It's all right. It's okay. Sorry, no, it's okay. Sure, I can just kind of continue on then. Uh, sure want to say what was the last thing I said about Bruce Dern I'll just I'll just talk about what the plot is aye but aye, essentially what the plot is uh, John Voight's uh, character who's just back from Vietnam he's been paralysed from the west down and he's really cold and embuttered and he's on this uh, basically a, a, a vet hospital you know what I mean and uh, Jane Fonda's husband who is Bruce Dern he's also out in Vietnam but he's like in the higher levels he's like a, a colonel or some shit like that and he's all for the war whereas John Voight's character you know completely anti war and he doesn't understand why you know there's a really famous speech towards him where he doesn't understand why you know young people are being sent out there to be killed for, for no reason whatsoever Jane Fonda Jane Fonda sorry volunteers at the vet hospital where he's loving and they they start a, a relationship you know behind sort of Bruce Dern's back because it's seen that Bruce Dern's a wee bit unstable and he's maybe starting to crack under the pressure and the horrors they see in Vietnam and 
they have this relationship, he comes back, it becomes a sort of love triangle thing, and it's just brilliant. The whole thing about Hal Ashby's films is they always feel completely real. And Jane Fonda and John Voight were both that good. They both won Best Actor, Best Actress at the Oscars. Bruce Dern, I actually think, is even better than the two of them, which is saying so. Uh, especially towards the end when he becomes really, really fucking unhinged. Uh, just brilliant. It's, it's all about the interaction between those three characters. You know, uh, uh, plot-wise, it's, you know, it's you're kind of pretty standard coming back, kind of try, come back from war, trying to readjust they were, uh, and trying to find love again. Uh, and it's also kind of basic love triangle wise but it's all about the performances and, and the direction and Ashby's Edlin still which always has a good rhythm because he was first and foremost an editor so there you go J- Jane Fonda's still a babe isn't it? she's really hot though. <laughs> and you know the best thing I'm is still she... Fonda Jane yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey it's not bad at all classic how did we never come up with even like you see for a woman who's like 7, 8, 7 or whatever the fuck she is she's like 87 <laughs> no she's like 7 I'll check recently <laughs> <laughs> no, she has about seven eight. Like yeah. we see, she's I check She's fucking excellent. She's in fucking so many good films, like like Clute as well, which Mickey always laughs at. Clute <laughs> is so good. It's a fucking. But Clute is a very funny name. It is. Uh, uh, she's in They Shoot Horses, don't they as well? Also oh yeah, that. she's seven eight. Do we ever talk about that? No. Do you want to recommend it now? Uh, no, no, I've got another one I watched recently. Okay, Are you finished? What, what's right? I'm done. That's all. What they say, haven't I? I know. Once she's just started, like talking about how attractive the main female person is in a film you're pretty much done I know I recommend a film I think it's John Crowley who's the director uh, Intermission mm-hmm. Irish film and fucking I watched it there the other day uh, with Brogan friend of ours and uh, Colin Farrell plays a knacker in he it. plays a fucking knacker he's basically just played a knacker in every film with an accent <laughs> like <laughs> he's, fuck, he's brilliant on it though like it's even just from the opening scene you kind of get the fucking sense of what, what's about to unfold like and he, he did he did he do that when he was kind of on the rise or did he shoot that before no, that I mean, and then no, it kind of came out around the mission's 2003 he would have really broke Hollywood by this point like. uh, I know but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm wondering did he shoot that kind of before that and then it came out because he was kind of a big well, it's star not, it's then. not really a Colin Farrell vehicle at all yeah. I know but just his name attached to it like basically but all enough they didn't really use it in the promotional stuff like I mean he was just because it is a big ensemble yeah, like, uh, he's I mean I think the this I suppose the biggest Irish star and it's probably Colin Meany like. yeah mm. but you have fucking everybody in it I mean you've, you've Colin Meany Colin Farrell you have fucking oh, I should fucking forget his name he was he was in like Yard he's the boy who comes to shoot Jerry Boyle at the end he's in fucking Liam Cunningham no not him he's the other one the one with the blonde hair he's in stacks Irish. Uh, oh, yes, and he, he always kind of plays a psychopath too uh, no he just has that he's sort of like he's he's in fucking so many films. Can you find his name for me? Yeah, yeah. but he's brilliant. He's a brilliant fucking shadow dancer. If you ever seen that, there. Ah, uh, we fucking what do you call him? Aye. from Children of Men. Clive Warren. Clive Warren. Clive what? Clive Warren. Careless Nicky and Carol Pogginton's. He's just oh yeah. If I was make this film, I, I would cast uh, Clive Warren. Like, <laughs> Who the fuck is Clive Warren? <laughs> <laughs> your your Ricky Gervais is a lot better than your Carl Pogginton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't really sure. I'm a Carol. Yeah. <laughs> You got, you got Ricky Dunn. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what was it anyway? I know, it's just a sort of a, 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 a kid, it's a big ensemble Irish cast. You, well, you actually have Kelly McDonald in it as well. I mean, she's, she's Scottish, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, she's in it. Uh, and Mona Merrill's in it as well. She, she plays the sister. Kelly Murphy's in it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fucking... It's a who's who, a fucking Irish uh, talent. It really is, like. A creme de creme, but... Calm, calm, <laughs> he's fucking brilliant on it, hey. Do you see it? 
Yeah, take a hand at uh, Waterford Busper's article the other day. David yeah. Wilmot. Shows. David Wilmot, I think that was right there. Yeah. That guy. Ah, David okay. Wilmot, I. Did you see that uh, Waterford Busper's article the other day? Though, the, it was about Colin Meaney. It was obviously a Tech the Hand article, and it was all Nation Unites to vote Colin Meaney as the nation's dad. <laughs> 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 uh, he's fucking great, isn't he? <laughs> but it's like, do you know, you know what's really funny with the whole way through the film? There's like, they were taking the fucking hand of the Americanisms all the time. You know, like, uh, what does your boys all, as they say in the States, I will fucking kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? It a seems kick to be like ass or something like that there. Or he's, he's a couple of, but he, he says, as they say in the States a few times. Do you not think that's a own theme through like kind of recent, well, definitely Irish comedies, because they do it in fucking Ambrosia a lot, they do it in the Gyar a lot, do you know what I mean? And even, well, he co- was even Colin he has a, a sort of slight American accent when he's acting cool, like, <laughs> it's fucking dead funny. He was intermission by, like, director John writer. Crowley, mm. I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what else he's done, actually, I, I, I must look him up, like, but, uh, the whole, the whole, uh, I mean, it, it's a mixture of a crime story, uh, a romance, uh, and there's a documentarian on it as well. He's trying to make a film uh, with Colin Meaney and Colin Meaney's going to show him like the <laughs> the fucking Dublin underbelly of crime and all. <laughs> so no, it's all no better fucking guide by. It's <laughs> 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 fucking brilliant. Like, and, uh, oh, fuck. It's just, it's just good crack. They see like all of them fucking really hand on some great performances and fucking <laughs> there's, there's this whole fucking thing going through. You ever seen it? Nah, I've always kind of wanted to, but I never got <laughs> There's a whole thing going through it, because they're like really fucking, you know, shite thieves, some of them, <laughs> and uh, there's a whole thing going through it really, where they robbed the supermarket and all they could get was brown sauce. I was literally going to ask you, have you ever tried it? Will you try it? Will the fuck? No. <laughs> try what? No, because they, they yeah, start with brown sauce and fucking everything. So they go to, go to that bar and they're getting a pint and they're like, could have, could have a, a brown sauce sandwich, please. And he's just always out there. So I just lash it on, man. <laughs> like, he just become, because they had to get rid of it. They couldn't sell it. They couldn't do anything. So they started using brown sauce for everything. The best ones when they start popping <laughs> brown, brown sauce in the tea. tea <laughs> and then fucking Carl Farrell's just like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Never on, he says, I'll try it, man. It's fucking lovely. <laughs> Delicious, man. Never on Colin Farrell's just always off. <laughs> he's like, Give me that. Never on. <laughs> puts it out and he stirs it around. He's like, That's fucking lovely, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking delish, man. Oh, there and all. He sort of knows the hammers and he's all fucking hell. His boy knows are cracked. Like, I fucking hang of myself laughing. Like, there's, there's so many really funny bits on it. Like, and there's so many great lines in it. But, uh, I mean, at the end, it's. Because uh, it, it is this big ensemble piece and right how everything was interlinked a wee bit. That's not as well kind of uh, achieved. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a cross cut between the three stories. They do it a few times through it. You know, like like a, not a montage, but you know what I mean? They, they're showing them like 20 second sections of each story. Yep. They build up tension and stuff and all. Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's, it's good, but... Um, I know. Just watch it fell off. If you like Irish films, you like the 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 crack, and I'm, it's it's definitely well. If you like a bit of crack. If you like to crack, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want a bit of crack, huh? Yeah. Him, him, Yeah. I'm fucking Galway. See, you dig her deep, you throw her well back, boy. I forget a spot on cracks in seventeen twelve. <laughs> 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 okay, we'll wrap it up there, folks. Thank you so much for listening. If you like to let us know who you think the da- the nation's dash should be, 
My my votes for Brandon Gleason. I uh, say, man. I, I was wondering on the fucking that phones where the fuck's Brandon? Hey, the Gleason family the ones that don't show up. Like, I'm blackballed. But yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Let's Talk More Movies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Talk More Movies, or you can email us Let's Talk More Movies at gmail.com. You can also leave us comments, reviews on iTunes, Acast, whatever podcast service you like. Shan is mouthing the words to me as I'm saying this because <laughs> I say the same thing everywhere. It's also a threat that I'm comfy old job, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right, no. do you want to host the next episode? No, See you I, do? I yeah. think you'll crash and burn. I don't be bored anyway it's too much because I, I just like kind of sitting and going silent for a while. Make us going to fucking 86 and we'll have to fucking do it. <laughs> I have been your host, Michael Breslin. Shan calls me Shan calls. Yeah. Call him Harrison, call him Aaron. Uh-huh. Episode 60, baby. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Try putting brown sauce in the danger ball next week now. Da- brown sauce is the danger ball. <laughs> <next week. laughs> Chef's brown sauce. <laughs> hey, time as bad daddy sauce. Just, <laughs> just leave it for Actually, about, leave it for about six week. months and it'll ferment and do something. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Seriously, we will do it. Like. Let's definitely try it. Aye. Brown sauce tea next week. Well, fucking horse like brown sauce and the vodka or something. <laughs> I know. I'll drink brown sauce vodka before brown sauce tea. Hmm. I don't drink tea. tea. I fucking I will do it. We'll have a selection of brown sauce drinks. <laughs> brown sauce cocktail. Brown tails. Brown tails. <laughs> brown Russians. <laughs> brown cocks, obviously. Of the fuck about the Matin Sandy was just or of the Matin Hey brown cocks, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly, my sister likes to shorten every word. Oh, ever. I don't know where that was going. <laughs> my sister likes to shorten every word ever. Could have went anywhere. Else, <laughs> Could I? So like, if I was fifty, like I was on the. So like, she, if instead of like saying drinks, she would say all oh, bevs and stuff like that, instead of beverages. Of which which is this? Trish. Trish, come on. But <laughs> she was she one time said instead of cocktails, oh let's get some cocks and she just immediately regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really work. <laughs> Ruben Furious just but it doesn't exist. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 